Welcome to the Whole Assistant Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Kroner. I'm an assistant who's passionate about our profession, and I'm also a certified coach who's invested in your success. You've come to the right place if you want to know what it looks like to stand in your power and achieve success as an assistant free from overwhelm and burnout. Now, on to today's episode. Hello friends, how are you all doing today? So I am recording this podcast episode really early in the morning. I think it's like 5.30 here. I woke up in the middle of the night and I just had a hard time getting back to sleep. Um, one of our boys is has a cold and so he's been coughing a lot and the baby monitor has been on and so I just have not been able to sleep since he had a, a coughing episode at like 3 a.m. So I just decided to get up and come talk to you all today. Uh, So much fun. I actually really miss getting up early to write and to do the creative things and to do the fun things for my business. And I, I say that recording podcasts is a fun thing. So I, um, I'm actually really excited that I'm up early today to be able to talk to you all. So today we're going to talk about how to move past overwhelm that feeling of overwhelm that we all know so well, I am sure. We all have a lot on our plate, so it can be really easy to get overwhelmed. But I do have three strategies that will help you overcome overwhelm. And the first strategy is to just get clear on what your priorities are. And a part of getting clear on what your priorities are is getting clear on your executive's priorities. Now, This can be easier said than done because our executives often don't know what their priorities are. Uh, And I'm going to do a future episode about getting how to help your executive get clear on their priorities, which will help you align better with them. And it'll also help you keep them on track as well for their year or their quarter or whatever time frame we're going to set the priority for. But I do think that for yourself, it is really helpful and beneficial to get clear on your priorities. Oftentimes we tend to feel overwhelmed because we get stuck in the constant game of whack-a-mole where everything holds the same weight and we're just like hitting the, the moles. We're just whacking the moles and we're trying to hit them as they come up. And the thought there is, if I just deal with this now, then it doesn't have to land on my to-do list. If I just deal with this now, then it doesn't have to become a thing, right? Like if I can just do this one thing, then it's then I can just move past it and move on. Unfortunately, it's not the best way to manage your time because it doesn't take into account priority level of the task. Everything holds the same weight. And when everything holds the same weight, it all can tend to pile up. And then you can tend to feel drowned in all these tasks that are like the same. Instead of actually getting clear on what the priorities are for yourself, it all holds the same weight. The priorities are all the same. So that's the first strategy I have and like figuring out how to overcome overwhelm. And I coach my clients on this a lot because we do have that sneaky thought a lot. Like, I just don't want this to even land on my list. I'm just going to handle this now. Someone comes up to your desk. And instead of actually like plugging that task in where it should go in the priorities, we just handle it right then and there. And sometimes that's okay, but not when you have a lot on your plate. (laughs) When you have a lot on your plate, we actually need to take a step back, take a beat, take a breath, and actually consider where that lands in your list of priorities. And if you're unclear of what the priorities are or should be, having a conversation with your executive 
or those you report to about which tasks they feel is more important can be super beneficial too. Instead of trying to figure out exactly what it is they have you do, you can actually go and ask them and that will help you get clear on the priorities and it'll help you get clear on your executive's priorities as well. Um, so that's my first strategy in kind of moving past overwhelm is just getting clear on what the priorities are. And so my personal prioritization method is I tend to handle tasks for which there's a hard deadline or others are waiting on. And by others, I mean your executive, your coworkers, external colleagues. And some examples of this include expense reports, because those typically have a hard deadline, meeting requests, because those typically have a hard deadline. Like if you miss the meeting request and the meeting passes you by, that time passes you by, then then you miss that request, right? So uh, report polling is another one that um, my colleagues rely on me for, especially for Salesforce, especially when we're in a round of fundraising. Uh, Also reservations are a good example of this. So those things that have a hard deadline or other people are waiting on, those take priority. And then second of all, uh, you handle tasks that are important, but don't have a hard deadline. So things like this may include, you know, um, like I manage my executive's homes and finances. So things like this may include getting something to the accountant. Those typically have a hard deadline, but typically I'm given way advance notice. So uh, tracking down statements, whatever, um, that generally is very important, but it doesn't necessarily have a hard deadline. So just consider those tasks that are important but don't have a hard deadline as being a high priority, but maybe below things that other people are waiting on uh, and and have a hard deadline. The last thing on my on my prioritization like list is handle the tasks that are necessary but low in, in, in importance. And the one example of this that comes to mind is filing. So I get bills from my executive. I actually have to file paper a lot. Because uh, I'm cutting actual checks, I'm stapling like the stub to the bill. I'm I'm filing those away just so that we know that just so that we know that they're paid. Uh, I also note the date on the invoice, even though it's noted in in QuickBooks or whatever. Yeah, so filing is a big one for me. I file a lot of paper. <laughs> it is important that those get filed, absolutely, but they are low in importance. However, you want to be sure that you are handling those things because like I have a pile of, I'm kind of ashamed to say, I've got a pile of of filing on my desk that is rather high now, but we want to keep up with those things too. So not everything has to hold the same weight. Get really clear on what your priorities are. Know your priorities and that will help you know what to tackle next, which helps in overcoming overwhelm. It helps us to think helpful thoughts that will get us to a place where we feel less overwhelmed. The second strategy I have for overcoming overwhelm is to create strategic systems. Now, when we create strategic systems, we are going to have to slow down before we're able to speed up. We're going to actually have to take the time to break down our systems, ask ourselves, is there an improvement that can be made on the system? Is there Um, something that can be done to streamline my workflow to make me more effective and more efficient. So um, systems can also interrupt the constant stream of tasks and requests, and it can help our brain know what to expect next. next. Systems also create consistency and predictability, which the human brain loves and which will keep thoughts that cause overwhelm at bay. A few examples of systems to create 
are, and I talk about this all the time, if you listen to my podcast at all, if you've taken any of my trainings at all, you know what systems I'm going to mention here. The first system you must create is a task tracking system. I recommend that your task tracking system be digital and centralized. And the reason I do this is so that when you're at home on a couch, you can pop on your phone and go ahead and add a task to your list. I love Trello. Trello is a great system, like it's a great way to organize your task tracking. Another thing, another um, program that I absolutely love is Office Otter, you guys. I love Office Otter so much because it was built specifically for assistance. So please check out officeotter.com to learn more. I also love Office Otter because it was founded by a female, but founded by a woman. And I love to support female-owned businesses. So please check out Office Otter. They are constantly making updates to their platform. So that's the first thing is to create a task tracking system. Another system that I have found revolutionary for me and I'm always advocating for with my clients is an email management system. So my email management looks like this. I get up in the morning, I go to the office, I sit down at my desk, I open up my email inbox. First thing, I reply to requests, um, reply to emails, I reply to requests for meetings. I will send calendar invites because our office works in Outlook and so it's the same system. I just get in there, I um, I, I empty my, my email inbox in the morning um, and then you guys, I close out of my email, close out of it. This allows me to actually focus to get things done and it's not pulling my attention every two seconds with my email dinging. Now, I know for a lot of us, this is a big part of our identity. We want to be quick to respond, but being quick to respond is not as important as being efficient and effective in our roles. So actually training people that you're going to respond to email every hour or two when you check in. And so that's the other thing that I do. I check in my email uh, every couple of hours. I'm checking my email inbox just to make sure nothing new has come in. But I also like this system too, because then I can add tasks to my test tracking system in my email. So you can actually send um, tasks from your email to Office Otter. You can actually send tasks from your email to Trello. So whatever the system is that you want to manage your tasks, like when I'm in my email, I'm very strategic about what it is that I take on and do in that moment versus what it is that lands in my task tracking system. So those are two strategies or systems that I implement that have revolutionized my workflow, that have really helped me streamline my days and have helped me think at a much more strategic level and have reduced overwhelm. So if you really want to reduce overwhelm, if you really want to um, interrupt the overwhelming thoughts that are coming up, we have to get clear on our priorities and we have to create strategic systems that will serve us in managing our time more effectively and managing our lives more effectively. I'm gonna talk about one more thing that is really about mindset. And this is really the secret sauce to success when it comes to managing overwhelm. And that is we need to be managing our brains. You can know what to do, but until you manage your mind, you'll likely stay stuck in old patterns. I've just given you several strategies. I've told you that you need to know your priorities in order to overcome overwhelm we need to create strategic systems for ourselves in order to come in order to overcome overwhelm we also need to manage our brains guys this is really the secret sauce 
that will land you in a successful place when it comes to moving past overwhelm. Unless we manage our brains and unless we actually implement the strategies I've shared with you, it's going to be really, really hard to move past overwhelm. If we are constantly stuck in the game of whack-a-mole, if we are not aware of what's going on in our brains when requests are land on our plates, if we're not actually aware of what's going on for us when we say, yes, I will, I will handle that right now, when we know it's a lower priority item for us, if we're not actually able to manage our brains around those things, then we will still be stuck in those old patterns because our brain likes predictability. If you're in the habit of thinking that you should just handle this now, that you should just take care of this right away, that you should just do this before it lands on your priority list and you're giving equal weight to everything, your brain is gonna have a hard time overcoming that overwhelm. So we really need to be onto ourselves. You need to be on to what limiting beliefs are keeping you stuck in overwhelm. For example, when I mentioned the email and email management a minute ago, I know a lot of your brains freaked out. I do because I've dealt with this with my clients in sessions. I've dealt with this in my membership in our sessions. I know that actually managing your email effectively instead of letting your email manage you is a big thing for a lot of us. So I'd have you question what limiting beliefs are keeping you stuck, are keeping you stuck in the old way of managing your time, in the old way of managing your, um, your life, and that are keeping you from your power, that are keeping you from setting parameters around your time, that are keeping you stuck in overwhelm. So I just, I feel like this is, these are my three strategies for managing overwhelm. I will also say that when it comes to managing your brain, are you owning something that isn't yours to own? What I mean by this is we tend to become overwhelmed when those around us are overwhelmed. If your executive is really high functioning and, and, and tends to be a little stressed out most of the time, we can tend to onboard that. We can tend to onboard that emotion because as a group, we tend to lean empathetic, which means that we tend to want to take on what isn't ours to own, which is um, which is our executives' thoughts, feelings, actions, which is their state of being, which is their responses and reactions, <laughs> and how, how they're deciding to show up. And we tend to make that mean something about us. And that can increase the overwhelm because it's increasing those those thoughts that are creating the overwhelm for us. If we feel like we have to manage somebody else at that level, then of course we're going to be overwhelmed because we can't control them. So the idea of trying to control them will become overwhelming to us. So we just need to be aware of those dynamics when it comes to managing your brain. Like you can know what to do, but until you manage your mind, you'll likely stay stuck in old patterns. Also, we need to manage our mind around owning what isn't ours to own. So that is what I have for you guys today. I'm just going to kind of do a quick review of what we covered to help you overcome overwhelm, it's really helpful to know what your priorities are. As long as everything has equal weight, you will continue to feel overwhelmed. The second thing we need to do is to create strategic systems for ourselves so that we can show up at the highest level, so that we can stand in our power. The third thing we need to do is to manage our brains. 
our brains are going to throw up a lot of stuff as we try and implement new systems and new strategies for staying on top of overwhelm, for managing those overwhelming thoughts. And we need to be on to ourselves in order to have success when it comes to overcoming overwhelm. So that is what I have for you guys today. I hope you found it helpful. If you need help in this area, please, please reach out to me. I actually have a few slots open for one-on-one sessions. I'm also going to be launching a group coaching program at the end of this month. So I'm really excited about that as well. Please stay tuned for that. Um, I'm going to be moving away from the membership model. And the reason for that is that I want to create safety for my clients. So instead of having all the replays from the coaching calls posted in the portal, like I do currently in the membership, I'm going to only have the replays for each coaching pod. That's what I'm calling my groups that I'll be coaching. Each coaching pod, there will be a replay link to all the replays for that pod. And Y'all are going to be required to sign a non-disclosure agreement when you join my group coaching program so that we can create safety and also camaraderie. Like nobody understands what we do like other assistants. And I feel like creating this close-knit group of no more than a dozen assistants at a time, like in a group for a six-month program, will be revolutionary, not only in what you're going to learn, not only in the coaching that you're going to receive, but also in the connections that you're going to make. It is my goal that every group walk away with lifelong friends and colleagues that they can turn to that will be a resource for them. So if you are interested in the group coaching, feel free to email me at annie at wholeassistant.com. It will be weekly group coaching. It will be monthly lessons. So I'm going to do a monthly strategic lesson where I'm planning on bringing in some of the industry's top leaders and advocates to teach a lesson every month on a strategy or like a hard skill. And then I will be teaching and I'll also hopefully be bringing in some other people to teach as well some some power skills, which is the new term for soft skills, which I absolutely love. So more, more along the lines of how to overcome overwhelm. So if you're interested in learning more about that, please email me at annieholeassistant.com too. I will be sending out more information, so please make sure that you're on my email list as well. And you guys, I hope you have a lovely rest of your day. I hope that you really are able to move past overwhelm. I hope that the strategies I have helped you with today will help you in overcoming overwhelm. Be intentional, be whole. That is all for now.